Hey everyone, this is Johnny Martinez, pastor of Restoration Church, and welcome to our podcast. We hope this podcast inspires you and encourages you as you seek to follow Jesus. We hope you enjoy the sermon. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Man, one years old. I cannot believe it. That is so crazy. A year ago, we were launching Restoration Church, and we are here now, thankful to God's provision and God's goodness uh, in our lives and in our church. It's just so many of you who contribute to the mission, the vision and the mission of Restoration Church. We're so thankful for each and every one of you, man. So I'm super, super excited uh, to be t- here today with you all and just uh, really thanking God for who he is and what he's done in and through our church. And today, uh, we're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it celebratory for all that God has done. But let's go ahead and let me just pray, and then we'll kind of get started. God, thank you so much. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your provision in our church, that despite everything that has gone on in our world today, God, here we are, here we stand, and here you have brought us to this very point. And we could have done it without you, God. Your grace, your mercy, your goodness, your love, your strength, your wisdom, your word, and your people. And God, we are so thankful for who you are. Thankful for what you have done in and through restoration. Thank you for the lives that were changed and the community that was created here at restoration. And may God, we continue to follow your lead. We continue to press into what you have for us in 2021 and beyond. God, be with us today as we celebrate your favor and your goodness in our lives, in our families, in our marriages, in our church. We thank you. In your name we pray. And everyone says amen and amen. Hey, in 2017, the summer of 2017, uh, God started working in my heart uh, and kind of giving me that nudge that it was about time for us to kind of move out of youth ministry and to plant a church. That was in 2017. I was at a summer camp, and maybe that's what it was because I was at a summer camp with no sleep with a bunch of teenagers. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But God said, hey, 2017, it's your time to kind of move out and and answer the call that I have called, that I have upon your life. And so about a year later, it took about a year to transition about a year later, in May, on, on May 20th of 2018, uh, Christina and I left our church, uh, a great and awesome church just down the street from here. And uh, we, left, we left Journey Church uh, to plant Restoration Church. Uh, and here's the thing. We left without having anything. Like when Christina and I decided and answered the call to plant Restoration Church, we had nothing. We had no people. We had no money. We had nothing. All we had was a call and a dream to plant a life-giving church. That is it. Like, that's all we had. And so in about a couple months later, in September of 2018, Christina and I went to uh, what we call the ARC Conference. Uh, and I have a picture up here, actually, of the ARC Conference the art conference is, um, and you can leave it up for, for a little bit, um, and the art conference is a yearly conference that the Church Planting Network 
that trained us and sent us does every single year. And I remember them talking from the stage and saying, hey, if you have a desire to plant a life-giving church, we want you to come up to the front and we want to pray for you. And so I took this picture from their Instagram and from their social media. But you see here, uh, my big old head right here. This is my big old dome piece. And this is Christina. But we were at the very front. Uh, and then one of the ARC leaders, Dino Rizzo, was, was praying over all of us uh, in there. Who is, it was a bunch of really young couples with this crazy dream to plant a, a church. And so I remember being up there in California next to my wife going down to the stage because we wanted to plant a church being prayed upon by some of the leaders at ARC. And I remember just so clearly me going up there and just having a conversation with God. And I said, God, I said, I don't have anything. I don't. I don't have anything, God. But whatever I do have, it's yours. Whatever little I have, God, I'll give it to you. And you make a way. You provide a way. And that's what we did. Christina and I, whatever we had, literally everything that we had, we put it into Restoration Church. And in January 26 of 2020, we launched a life-giving church called Restoration with a lot of your help. And I believe that God's work done God's way will never lack in God's supply, amen. God's work done God's way will never lack God's supply, ever, ever. And he has provided for us up until this day. And I believe that wherever God guides, God provides. And that's what he has done through this year. It's been a rocky year. And if I could be very honest with you, it's been one of the hardest years of our life. Man, God, God, I knew we were going to be stretched planting a church, but I didn't think we were going to be stretched like we did. But I'll tell you this, I will do it all again in a heartbeat. I will do it faster. I will answer the call a lot faster. I will give even more if I had to do it all over again. When we planted Restoration Church last year, I got a lot of questions. Hey, uh, why did you plant Restoration Church? Or why do you want to plant a church? Like, this is like the, the, the Super Bowl of church planting, man. Like, a lot of people don't make it. Like, a lot of people don't make it in church planting. Like, why would you want to put yourself through that? My answer is always the same. You see, because one day, I was dead in sin. Because one day, I was broken because one day I was hurting, lost, far from God as a teenager, 18 years old. Yet God restored my life and transformed my life. And because of what he did in me, that is why I'm planting a church. That is why Christina and I are giving everything that we have so that people can experience the very same thing that we experience, restoration with God and transformation by God. Restoration with God and transformation by God. That is it. We wanted to plant a church where people can know God as their Lord and personal Savior. 
We wanted to, uh, to, to create a church where believers knew God more deeply, where we would take seriously the scriptures and the word of God and preach from the scriptures. We wanted to create a place where people can belong before they can believe, where community is created. We wanted to create a place where people can discover their purpose and live for something bigger than themselves. You see, a lot of people live this life with no purpose, no direction, just day by day, making it day by day and week by week with no meaning. And we wanted to create a church where we would just simply facilitate and help people discover some purpose, use their, their gifts, discover their design. Because I believe that our design reveals our destiny and how God wants to use us to make an impact in his kingdom. We wanted to create a church where we could make a difference. You see, we wanted to create a church where we were for the community and not against it. You see, we don't want anything from Northwest Peoria, but we want everything for it. And that's the, that's the reason why we planted Restoration Church. We wanted help to help people know God find community, discover purpose, make a difference, find transformation and restoration through the power of the gospel. So the question is then, church, how do we do? Like, how did we do in 2020, living out our mission and living out our vision? Like, how did we do? How did it go? I think a lot of times, especially during this season, we kind of only think about the negative things, Oh, man, like 50% of the people are gone and they left. And, and you know, we're in this pandemic. There's so much bad and, and the political things that were going on in our world are bad, 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 bad. What about the good things? There's so many good things that happened in and through Restoration Church, in and through you. Let me just name a few. And here, I mean, I got to hear some cheering because this is huge. Because of restoration, because of you, and because of all the ministry, because of what God is doing, 14 people made a commitment to follow after Jesus. Come on, church. 14 people. Oh, that is weak. That is so weak. Do you want me to tell you what that means? That people were helpless and hopeless, but they found God. And God called them. And they are no longer the same. And their eternal destiny is now different. 14 people, 14 people that came to know God. And you know what? Those of us that already knew God, you know what the number one statement that I heard this year was? Do you want to know? It was this. I've grown more this year, more this year than all of my years in church combined. I heard that over and over and over and over. And if we're not doing anything special, all we're doing is preaching the scriptures to you, letting God work in your heart. That's literally all we're doing. 80% of people in our church attend a life-giving small group. 80%. That's crazy. Community created. As, as I look out, friendships were made. I remember pride when we first, first launched. It was kind of weird because it was a new church and people started getting to know each other. And people would leave after service and not hang around. And now, now it's just different. People are hanging around. You guys are connecting with one another. Now you have other friendships. Man, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, the men's small group with Shane's leadership has been amazing. The guys text each other, I love you, I love you, like all the time. It's just the, it's just the weirdest thing ever. But they're always, I love you, bro. Like, but it's awesome. 
Like it's the coolest thing because we're there for one another. We care for one another. And that is something to celebrate. 13 people completed the growth track and 95% of our church is on a dream team. Like that is virtually our entire church that is serving, that is giving other times, their talents, and their treasures to serve God and to serve the church and to serve our community. You guys want to hear more? We fed the homeless elderly all year long in the midst of a pandemic. We provided backpacks for three group homes. And I'm telling you, they weren't the cheap backpacks. We don't give cheap stuff. We're generous here. They were the good good backpacks, all right? We contributed financially to a six-year-old open heart surgery. We provided for our elderly here in our community at the beginning of the pandemic. We gave towards the care of orphans in Mexico, and we partnered with the charity to provide over 300 children with toys this holiday season. We gave financially to ARC so they could launch other life-giving churches, and in 2020, ARC launched 57 churches, and through those 57 churches, 522 people gave their life to Jesus. Just stop there. We had a Heart for the House campaign. And many of you gave generously to the Heart for the House campaign. And because of your generosity, for the next six months, all of our homeless outreach and our homeless ministry is fully paid for. And we have funds in our bank account to continue to bless our community whenever a need arises. Not only that, we are going into 2021 with greater sustainability, financial sustainability as a church. uh, And we're doing very, very well because of your generosity. So thank you. Thank you for your generosity. Thank Thank you for giving to Restoration Church. A lot of good things happen, church. We just got to see it. God is working when we sometimes don't think he's working. He's always at work, even when we don't see it. And church, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. This is year one, and we've already accomplished this. There is more to come. This is just the start. We're just in the finish line. We're, We're just taking off. I mean, you, can you imagine what if or, or what would it be like year two? Things change quick. What is restoration going to be like year two? How many lives are going to be transformed year two? How many lives are going to be transformed year five? What, what is year 10 going to look like? You're 15, you're 20, you're 25. Church, let me tell you this. If you haven't gotten it by now, I'm in this for the long haul. This is a marathon. Ministry is a marathon, not a sprint. Let's go. Let's make a difference in this world. So where are we headed in 2021? Where are we headed? What's going to happen in 2021? Honestly, I don't know because 2020 was crazy. So I'm not even going to predict anything because 2020 was nuts, man. It was nuts. But where are we headed in 2021 the best that I can, I can see? You see, church, where we go is determined by who we are. Where we go is determined by who we are. The question then is, who are we? Who is Restoration Church? And boy, I've been praying and praying and praying and praying, just asking God to speak to me, 
to give me clear vision of where we're headed in 2021. Who are we? That, that, that is going to determine where we go. And he gave me one word. One word. Passionate. Passionate. We are passionate people. We are a passionate church. That is who we are. You see, you see a lot of times it's like, okay, what are we going to do different next year? What are we going to change next year? What are we going to do different? What are we going to do different? I really felt like God said, you know what? You don't have to do anything different. Continue to help people know God. Continue to help people find community, discover purpose, and make a difference. Continue to do those things. Just kick it up a notch. Greater devotion, greater intensity, greater passion. You see, Romans chapter 12, verse 11 says this, Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. I like what the NLT translation says. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. The word slothful here means to shrink back, to hesitate, to be idle, to be lazy, to be reluctant, something that we are not supposed to do, and it's something that we are not. The word fervent there in this verse means to be stirred up emotionally, to be enthusiastic, to be excited, to be on fire. In other words, to be passionate about serving the Lord, to be passionate about reaching the lost, to be passionate about equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. Church, we are not a passive church. We are a passionate church. 21, uh, 2021 is going to be a year of passion to help people come to Christ, to go and seek the lost. Now the question is, what are we going to be passionate about? If we're going to be a passionate church, what are we going to be passionate about? You see, because you can be passionate about a lot of things, but you can be passionate about the wrong things, right? What are we going to be passionate about? Because passion with no direction is dangerous. It could be a little reckless. But what are we going to be passionate about? Here at Restoration Church, we haven't spent much time over our values. You see, our, our, our vision is, is why we exist. Our values is how we behave. And here at Restoration Church, we have five values. And we're going to be passionate, passionate, on fire for these values. We haven't touched on them a lot, but we're going to touch on them today. We're going to be passionate about Jesus. That's our first thing. Why? Because Jesus is our message. We're going to be passionate about sharing the hope of Jesus with all. We are going to be passionate people about proclaiming and preaching and sharing the message of the gospel. And we will not shrink back. doesn't matter how much pressure we get from culture. We are going to be people who are passionate about spreading the message of Jesus, about spreading the message of the gospel, that Jesus Christ came down from heaven to earth, born of a virgin, lived the life that we couldn't live, died the death that we should have died. He was buried, rose again, and is coming back for his church one day. That is the gospel. And we will not be ashamed to preach it and to proclaim the message of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God for salvation to all who believe. It is the way people are saved. We will not be ashamed of preaching 
Christ and preaching the true Christ, not this watered-down, seeker-sensitive Christ. Jesus says here, I am the way. He says, I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. There's only one way to, to the Father, and that is through Jesus. And Jesus is our message. And we will preach it. We will preach the forgiveness that he offers, the hope that is in him, the joy that he brings, the peace and the comfort that he gives. Jesus is our message. And we will be passionate about sowing the seed and going to sleep. And we'll be passionate about who was here last week. Come on. I know I'm in your head all week. We're sowing the seed and we're going to sleep. And we're sowing the seed. And everywhere we go, our cars fall out. There's seeds everywhere at work. There's seed everywhere. Why? Because we're passionate about Jesus. We're passionate about people. Why? Because people are our heart. We love people. We are passionate about loving others. Why? Because Christ first loved us. We are passionate about the one. We will go after the one and do whatever it takes. We are passionate about looking, uh, lifting people up who are down, comforting the hurting, loving the lonely, binding the broken, and seeking the lost. Why? Because he first loved us. Because God shows his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. People matter to God. Therefore, people matter to us. And we will be passionate about people because people are our hearts. We will be passionate about being generous because generosity is our privilege. We don't have to give. We get to give because he first gave to us. And we will be passionate about giving of our time, our talents, and our treasure. We truly are going to be, and we will be, and we are a church that really believes that it is better to give than to receive. We are a church that is passionate about living open-handed. Take more. Take more. Let me give you more. That is who we are. Faith. We're passionate about our faith because faith is our lifestyle. We live by faith. We are people who overcome fear with faith, knowing that God has more, right? Because it's always that fearful thing in front of us that we need to get over because God has more on the other side. And we will live by faith each and every day and in 2021. Why? Because God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. And so we will be passionate we are people who bet the farm. We are those type of people that are all in. We will, we will step out of the water outside from the boat. We will do it. We, will, we are risk takers. And trust me, God, trust me, church, we will not insult God with small thinking and small dreams. Let me say that again. We will not insult God with small thinking and small dreams. Why? Because he is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. He could do more. He will do more. We have to be passionate about being a people of faith. And lastly, we're going to be passionate about serving, about serving others, because serving is our calling. God called us to serve. The scriptures tell us that Jesus himself came from heaven to earth to not serve people, 
but to serve. Jesus got on his knees, washed his disciples' feet with a towel. And that's the same mentality we're going to have. We are willing to do what no one else is doing in order to achieve what no one else is achieving. We will serve. We will serve. And we will serve with passion and we will serve with excellence. Why? It's because of who we're doing it for. For God. And for God alone. We will be contributors of the church and not consumers. There's so much consumerism this day. What can the church give me? What can I get from the church? How can the church serve me? It ain't about that. It's about us contributing to the mission and the vision and the kingdom of God. We will not just be seat warmers. We're going to get dirty, get sweaty. We are not people who sit on the sidelines, but stand in the front lines. Can I get an amen? Church, we are not passive people. We are passionate people. We are a church. This might sound very familiar to some of you, those of you Dream Team members. We are a church that values worship over wealth. We are a church that values we over me. We are a church that values character over comfort. We are a church that values service over status. We are a church that values God's purposes over positions, possessions, popularity, and pleasure. In other words, let's get out of our comfort zone. We're not going to change the world in our comfort zone. Easy never changed the world. We will be a church that will say, however, whenever, whatever you ask me to do, God, my my answer in advance is always yes. Send me. I don't care what the cost may be. Send me. That is the church that we are. That is the people that we are. That is who you are. We are passionate people. Church, God's provision requires our passion. God's provision demands our passion. Because he has provided for our church this year, he demands our passion. Because he has provided for our families, for our marriages. He has provided financially, emotionally, physically. Because he has provided, he requires our passion. And that is the least that we can give him. God's provision requires our passion. And so church, as you found a bracelet on your seat, may be a reminder of 2021. That we are called to be passionate people. That we are called to be people who are lit on fire for God. People with joy. People who are serving him enthusiastically with all of our heart. Not half-hearted ways. With everything that we have, we will be passionate about two things. 
We'll be passionate about our vision to help people know God, find community, discover purpose, and make a difference. We will be passionate about accomplishing the vision that God has upon our church. And we will be passionate about our values, the way we behave, about Jesus and preaching the true gospel, about people. We will be generous. We will live by faith and not by fear. And we will serve with everything that we have. May it be a reminder for you to live with passion in everything that you have. Before I pray for us, church, I actually want to invite uh, Christina, my wife, up here for just a second. And um, I want to just pray for, for us, but I wanted to have her up here. Um, and, uh, man, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year. And I just, honestly, I'm so blessed to have you as my church. And it is my privilege to be your shepherd. And I will do and I will sacrifice whatever I have to for you. You name it, I give it up. There's nothing that we have that we will not give. And so I just want to thank you, Christina, for being on this crazy journey with me, for serving God with everything that you do, for doing things with excellence, for calling me out when I need to be called out. And I would not do this journey without you. And I'm so thankful that you for the heart that you have for people. And I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. And I thank you, and I love you. And church, I just want to be clear, very clear about something. Now, I often, I often wonder if you wonder about us. And if you do, will you pray for us? Because ever since we decided to plant a church, there was a big old bullseye on our back. And the enemy's been firing arrows and arrows and arrows because he knows what's going to happen. So pray for us. Care for us. If you wonder, again, I wonder if you wonder. If we're discouraged because of what's happened. If we're going to call it quits one day. Let me be clear. We're not going anywhere. We are committed to you. We're committed to the vision of Restoration Church. We're committed more today than we were a year ago. We ain't going anywhere. We ain't going anywhere. God is leading us and being faithful. So let me just pray. Me and Christina just want to pray over you. Will you stand up for just a moment? Let me pray for you if you bow your heads. And I just want to pray for you and declare over your life today. As we head into year two with great energy and great momentum. God, we thank you for such an amazing church. Thank you for who you are. God, I pray that you would touch each and every person. That you would set them on fire for you. No more complacency. No more laziness. No more idleness but a red hot fire for your kingdom and for the gospel. Because they are passionate people 
Use them. Use their gifts. Use their passion. Use their abilities. Who are they? Who are they? What kind of people are they? They are empowered by your spirit. They are the light of the world. They have been washed by the blood. They are set apart by God for the work of God. They are clothed with power from on high by the Holy Spirit. They are rooted and grounded in your word. They are more than conquerors. They are a new creation. And they will take the message of the gospel wherever they go. Passionate people. And nothing can stop them. Death cannot cause fear in their life. Temptation, you've already overcome it. Doubt, God, you've given us a spirit of power. It's who they are. It's who they are. And it's who they are. Passionate people. And God, we give you all the praise and all of the glory. All we do is for you And we cannot do anything but because of you and your grace in our lives. God, lead the way. Lead the way. And come what may, we will follow. Our answer is yes. You don't even have to ask, God. Whatever, wherever, however, yes, 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 yes. We thank you. In your name we pray. Come on, church, give some glory to God this morning. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. If you feel led to give, please use the link below as we seek to make a difference in people's lives. Also, please make sure to share this with your family and your friends. Again, thank you so much for listening.